I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Previously on the legacy of Gaia. The butler mimicked wiping his mouth. Shri realised he still had a small blood stain on the corner of his mouth. Oh, thank you. The butler nodded, and Shri walked down the marble staircase with his head held high. This is episode 9 of The Legacy of Gaia. Serene was annoyed that no one was being told what was going on, and the people of Norheath were starting to get scared. It had been almost a week now since the burglary, and there had been rumours coming in from all over that there were monsters roaming about killing people. Immediately, people started feeling wary of the titans that lived among them. Unfortunate titans would often look hideous, scary or monstrous, but be completely calm and well-mannered, never resorting to violence. They had become a race more reliant on physical strength rather than Q-power, and had developed skills in hard labour, so were given the lesser-paid jobs. They were treated as the underclass, the unsophisticated, and yet they were the ones that kept everything running like clockwork. In Serene's eyes, they were always welcome, and she felt that there was a harmonious relationship within the village, but there was no denying that there has always been a social stigma attached to them. Now, these rumours of monsters were starting to make people feel uneasy, and had caused an escalating tension within Norheath. The Titans were becoming more scared than the villagers, and some had fled, which was as good as a confession. It was a complete mess, and only Theus could sort this out. So, Serena decided to visit his office and confront him. But when she arrived, she found him fast asleep. Excuse me, sir. Sir, she said, shouting slightly. Theus was startled awake and looked around him, as if forgetting where he was. He looked at Serene, rubbed his eyes and yawned. Oh, yes, Serene. Oh, you're looking rather lovely today, I must say. Like a daffodil. What can I do for you? She was annoyed. She was wearing a bright yellow puffy blouse tucked into a matching pencil skirt and wasn't sure if he was complimenting her or not. The people are restless, Theus. They're saying that there are titans out there going crazy and killing people. You have to instill some peace, she exclaimed. Oh, are they? Oh, my dear. Theus yawned again. What are you going to do about it? Not talk to me in that tone, young lady. Now see here. Theus suddenly looked extremely agitated. They are correct. There are things out there killing people, but it isn't titans. Now, 
I've already had an important meeting about it a few days ago, and we're trying to resolve this situation as quietly as possible. There is to be an announcement tomorrow morning. Should I see fit to do so? Theus then stretched back in his chair and yawned. Serene hoped it was because he had been working so hard that he was so tired. Also, she continued, Hemero, Nyakax, Rose and Finn haven't turned up to class, and I think it's very suspicious. I visited their parents, and no one is at Finn's, and Rose's parents say she's staying with Hemero, but I can't find him anywhere either. Nyakax's family don't even seem to care. I know where they are. Now stop snooping and leave them be. Well, where are they? They are on a mission. One which they believe they had the choice to go on, when, in reality, it had already been chosen. He stated, suddenly looking rather solemn. What do you mean? Samin was confused, but Theus just sat there in silence. Tell me, what do you think of Hemero? Theus suddenly asked. Well, his work ethic is somewhat, well, non-existent. He can't sit still for five minutes. His homework isn't up to standard. His cue isn't nearly as well matched as the others. Uh, Theus laughed. <laughs> good, 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 good. What do you mean good? Serene asked. You must learn to be humble. He's a special boy, Serene. He's more powerful than you think. His powers have been limited for a reason. I placed a restraint curse on him when he was but a baby. Why would you do such a thing? Serene said, clearly shocked. Emma is an unusual case. We found him as a baby and took him in because his small body was shining so brightly, like a small star. This was Q, Q like we'd never seen. It was during the aftermath of the Great Massacre of Hulula, where his whole clan, all of them, wiped out. Hmm, well, save for one. In a small hut we found him, little Hemero, in a room covered floor to ceiling in blood. Yet there he lay, unharmed, with no bodies to be seen, nothing. That is strange. But then you were at Hulhulla then. Why have you never said? So do you know why the Darklands killed so many of them? It's just, I heard the people were a peaceful, neutral tribe, not even necessarily attached to Gaia and have been left by the Darklands because of no use. Why then were they slaughtered? Ah, how can we guess what occurs in such evil minds? Theus gloomily replied whilst getting up and staring into a small fireplace. There was a brief silence. So will Hemero be okay? Serene asked. Theus suddenly brightened up. Oh, yes, yes. He's currently following our knights. It'll be a good test for him. The curse has been lifted now, so he'll find himself getting gradually more and more powerful. There are people that believe he is something quite unique. You don't... You don't mean he's the next Gaia? Serene whispered for some unknown reason. <laughs> no, no. No, nothing like that. A great warrior, maybe, but heavens, no, not Gaia. Oh, we shall be seeing him for quite some time, I feel. Theus jollily laughed until he coughed, picked up a tissue on his desk before spitting into it. And Theus, what of the others? Finn, Naya, and Rose? Well, Theus stopped laughing, sat down at his book as if this was the last word. Well, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? How far are they, Hemi? 
Rose asked. Not far, don't worry. I won't let them get away. The group had been trekking for over a week now, and were trying to remain in high spirits. The nights they had been following were extremely hard to keep up with, and the darkness of the forest they found themselves in, especially at midnight, made it almost impossible to see each other. Nyakax was impressed that Hemmer had been able to track them and he could not. He felt slightly jealous and awkward that he was to follow a classmate of lesser ability. But he had felt a change come over Hemmer since they left, something he couldn't put his finger on. Rose felt the same way. She had worn a more practical outfit than a dress since she left the Valhalla. She now wore black leggings and a small green skirt and matching top and shoes. But she was slightly anxious that she had no armour on whatsoever. And what would happen if they ran into these monsters Finn and Hemro had been talking about? Finn had got to the point where he felt he just didn't care anymore. He was tired and fed up. He didn't want to continue this mission of Hemero's, and rather have let the Valhalla deal with it themselves. It didn't help that the whole journey seemed to be uphill, and with every step he took he considered saying something. But every time he looked up to his best friend Hemero, he didn't have the heart to let him down, and so continued further. But over the last few minutes, Finn had noticed Hemi was looking rather strange and bewildered. We're lost, aren't we? Nyakax was first to voice. No, Naya, I know where we're going, replied Hemero, struggling further through the long branches that clawed at them. The twigs and sticks were brushing so harshly against them that it felt like knives cutting through their skin. Nyakax couldn't handle having to go any further in these conditions if they were lost. I don't think you do, Hemi. Nyakax stopped as Finn bumped into him from behind. I completely lost track of them hours ago, but believed you knew what you were doing. Stupid, as that might be. But we're going too slowly now, we're lost. Emery stopped climbing and turned around with a fierce look, staring deeply into Nyakax's eyes. Even he didn't expect Emery to turn around so angry. Be quiet, Emery sharply stated. Don't you tell me to... Nyakax began. Emery put his finger against his mouth as from out of the distance there came a long groan. Finn looked horrified and started trembling uncontrollably. Rose made a little cry. Hemero grabbed hold of Finn and looked him right in the eye. We're fine, Finn, Hemero assured him. It's coming from below us. I need you to keep moving so we can get away as fast as possible. The nights are just over the hill. If it gets too much, we'll just shout for their help, okay? Finn nodded silently, his lip quivering and his eyes held tightly shut. Hemero looked past Finn's shoulder to Rose. Okay? he asked. She nodded back and he continued moving up the hill with Nyakax closely behind him. You're lying, Hemi. He spoke softly. I can now sense at least five of these undead ahead of us, not behind us. We have to keep moving, Naya. They might take too much notice of the ones we are following rather than of us. If not, then we need to get as close to the nights as possible before it's too late and pray they hear our screams. If you wish to support the show, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash legacyofgaia. If you wish to skip ahead, you can actually buy the book on Amazon right now. You can follow the link in the description. You can follow us on Twitter at legacyofgaia or email us at legacyofgaia at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to rate or review us on your podcast platform of choice. Thank you for listening and see you next time.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 